0: Log Talk Radio
1: Due Time with Pastor Steph.
2: with this due time with Pastor Steph. How are you this morning? That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, where were you all week? Ah, we started off the week Shaking the Monday morning blues with the do, time crew. And our relationship conversation was about the red flags that scream no second date.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: what about when they forget your name, he or she? You're out on a date And they forget Your Name Now It's one thing For them to Maybe mispronounce your name You know Some people aren't even going to deal with that one You know Pascal said That you know It was uh, It's okay You know His name is a little hard to pronounce But uh, when they don't remember your name at all, I don't know if you want to be bothered with them a second go round. What about that wardrobe malfunction? Now, (laughs) Lady Tamika says, hey, if your pants... Get messed up Like the zipper Gets messed up Or whatever Don't know I don't think I'm dealing with that one Yeah I
0: don't
2: know I don't know I guess it depends On what the Malfunction is For me I don't know I don't know I may, I may not be that harsh I may not be that harsh What about If they order On your Behalf mm Mmm now, this is another kind of tricky one because sometimes, you know, they they try to impress you because you may be at a restaurant where, you know, they frequent and they're trying to, you know, show you that they know what's on the menu and what's good and stuff like that. And, you know, that might be something that, you know, like I said, they may think it's, you know, it impresses you, but on the other hand, one thing that came across my mind was, you know, what if you trying to make me, you know, kind of eat something that you know you kind of pushy. Maybe, maybe let's let's put it that way. Let's put it that way. I don't know if uh, you know. I don't know if. I think I want to watch that one. I think I want to watch that one. Well, they said they don't have any friends. Is that a big deal? Well, maybe, maybe not. So I guess you should really kind of watch those things. You know, sometimes people just pay attention to some things a little differently than other people. Pay attention to them, and some things are a little tolerable You know, for some people And on the other hand Some people Have a hard time Digesting some things You know Alright So We did not have A switch tip This week One of the rare Times We didn't have A switch tip this week But I'm sure God Spares Shanti's is coming back Strong Next week Alright, so be on the lookout for that switch tip Be on the lookout Well, we then had Let's talk about a Tuesday Church Folk Day And we talked about The New York City youth pastor Who's accused of groping two young people Now, I have to say This picture here that I'm looking at He just don't look all that young. I think already the youth pastor thing, I think we kind of get in our head that, you know, they're young people. And after a while, when they grow up, you know, they don't stay youth pastors. They kind of transition to like a regular pastor. So already he looks a little creepy to me. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, that that's just my personal thing, this is my personal thing, well, he's been around for a long time, 25 years is a long time, and he's been, you know, a uh, a teacher, and he's been a youth pastor, he's worked in the community centers around town, in the Bronx, and... You know, that band teacher thing. Well, I guess he's been left around the kids a little bit too long because they are now under-investigating. Yeah, I'm I'm putting it like that. Yeah, I'm putting it like that. I know that's not your term. It's my term. It's my term. Yeah, he's under investigation now for the accusation that he groped a couple of uh, young people. And I asked the question, you know, should they be asking around to find out if, you know, he's done this to other young people? And the panel said, no. That, unfortunately, this just may breed the, um, what do you call it, that Me Too, the Me Too movement. So let's hope that You know, he gets a a fair shake And people don't start lying on him And all that kind of stuff You know how people get You know how people get You know how people get They start making up some stuff Um, You know So we hope that that's not quite what happened All right. Well, we also talked about The mayor slash pastor Who came out as transgender Yeah, all over the internet He came out as transgender and, you know, living a life. And mm, I guess it got to be a little too much, the backlash, and he ended up committing suicide. Well, the pastors in his camp accused the people of being too harsh, being too judgmental, And that's why the pastor killed himself. And the common thought on this side is, hey, you're in a mayoral seat as well as a pastoral seat. And there are expectations. So if you thought you were going to be able to come out as transgender and you were not going to face any backlash, then shame on you, pretty much. Because, listen, as Pastor Jeff said, there's just a few things that people can do as a pastor that they don't turn you upside down about. So for him to take on this whole transgender life and think that nothing was going to be said, okay, come on, get a grip and get a life and, you know, come on. It's one thing for him to commit suicide. It's another thing for you to, you know, have his back on that level. All right. All right. Well, we had a special edition of Wow Wednesday this week. We not only had the women, but we had the men on. Well, our girlfriend, Vivian, gave us the wow story of a man who walked out on his date after the woman revealed that she was a mom because she lied. Yeah, it's not just that she was a mom. It was because he was very honest. He did tell her. He was not feeling dating the woman with a child, which, listen, you have every right to. So he was honest. He did his thing. He did his job. He was up front, and she lied, and she told him she did not have any children. And after the third date, she revealed that not only did she have a child, but she wanted to kind of go a little further in this relationship because she thought that he was a good man for her child and he had a good job and uh that was a little too much friend. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little too much. And he walked out on the date and he removed her from all, you know, social media and all that stuff and he never spoke to her again. Well, the entire due time crew, the men and the women, actually understood. Yes. Listen, you can't start a relationship lying and expect for it to pan out. Well, he was honest. What more do you want? Come on, come on, come on. After a third date out in the world, you know he's even a good guy. Come on. See, already you just too much. That's why he didn't want no woman with a kid. Because of you and people like you. Well, one of the big conversations, the other wow story, was the fact that uh, there's a book that has hit the Amazon shelf in my daddy's belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the story of a transgender dad giving birth And it was inspired by a real family. Well, I'm looking to meet this real family. Come on, y'all. What real family is this? I have yet to hear of any man having a baby in his belly where this was someone's reality. So, you know, we just kind of went over. Some of the comments that were made and uh, reality hit the airwaves quite a bit. For some reason, this is seem you know this seems to be these people's reality, and I'm just really trying to understand. So, I think you want to go back and listen to that one. That one was a really good. That was a really. And different Alright Well, yesterday Therapeutic Thursday From the wilderness to the narrow path We had our girl Chastity Dawn on The author Who spoke about You know, quite a few things Yeah, quite a few things Quite a few things as she revealed, you know, what it is to actually be on the narrow path of this journey in your walk with Christ, opposed to being on the broad path that uh, leads to destruction. And there were quite a few good points. Good points that were brought up yesterday It was a very good show Very enlightening And uh, I invite you to go back And listen to the segment Okay? Alrighty I think you're going to really enjoy it She's a real delight to have on And like I said Some of the things she said Were really, 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 really enlightening Good show, good show, good show You don't want to miss it, again Alright, so go back and listen, go back and listen Go back and listen to the whole week It was, it was good, it was good, it was really good Alright, alright Well, today is Freestyle Friday And we get to do whatever it is we want to do Well, talk to the men is what we generally do And uh, we're looking forward to speaking to the men today again, hearing what they've got to say about some things. And we've got some interesting stories to talk about today. So, go ahead and get that healthy breakfast. Go ahead and tell somebody that it's due time when Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, don't go anywhere because we will be right
3: There has to be a reason why I'm here.
2: Why did I
0: survive? I was lucky. Right now the survival rate for pancreatic cancer is 9%. Times of the essence.
2: What we need is early detection.
4: Catch it before the actual cancer developed.
2: Because once we can detect it, it will be beaten. I can't bring my husband back. But if we can make a difference for another family. We
0: can crack this nut. We can do something about this. We're on the cusp of a major breakthrough.
3: We've got to demand better.
0: Demand better.
4: Demand better.
3: Never give up.
2: Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph, and it is Freestyle Friday, Mm -hmm. and we get to do whatever we want to do today. Thank God for bringing us on this side of the week, others didn't make it, but we did, and God is... Ever to be praised and it's been a good week it's been a good week over here despite all the aches and pains, it's been a good week you know and um, I'm looking forward to being with you today, thank you so much for joining me and uh, I'm going to push back our celebrity stuff until a little while later because that's kind of big here today. I definitely want to talk to the gentlemen about it and see what they have to say. So I'm going straight to our little, you know, fun stories, you know. I don't even know what to call it. But feel free to join me. You know how to get in touch with me. And today, we're reading a list of things that people are sharing when it comes to some of the most embarrassing moments that they've experienced. So, you know, maybe after you hear some of these fun things, you may want to, you know, throw in your own little story. All right? Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. You know, sometimes these people are. And, uh, You know, they're not so funny to us, but so I haven't looked I haven't looked at anything, so I don't know what we're gonna talk about today. Well, one of the first stories, nice and short,
0: hmm.
2: I passed gas in a lift, and when the door opened, my boss got in. Mm. I guess that would be embarrassing if it didn't smell so great, huh? Mm. Near the end of freshman year of college, my first ever best friend dumped me. I was devastated, but I played it really cool and acted like it was fine. We were laughing and joking as he left. Soon as the door closed behind him, I burst into tears. Now, five minutes later, he's knocking on my door because he left his book bag behind. That was a mortifying sight. Mm. Well, I mean, if you cried, you cried. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, you know, for men, I guess that's like kind of embarrassing. Mm. When I was in fourth grade, I uh, messed my pants in front of my entire class including my crush, I held it in for about three hours when I just couldn't anymore. And we're not talking about wetting themselves either. In my defense, I had asked the teachers multiple times to go to the bathroom, but no one let me. Since then, I've taken the motto, if you won't let me, mm, go to the bathroom. When it's just not my problem, then I'm going to make it our problem then. People, I have done it in my pants before, and I will do it again. Wow. What a way to turn around an embarrassing moment, huh? (laughs) If you ever saw Freaks and Geeks, there's a scene where a character is pushed out into the hallway from the locker room nude. That was a common prank in our school, except it was being pushed out into the gymnasium. It was after P.E., so there was rarely someone in there. But when it happened to me, there was a bunch of people setting up equipment for an assembly. Being the shortest kid in your grade sucked. I was the target. Mm. I guess that was quite embarrassing. I went to Catholic school, and during my first confession, when the priest put his hand up to bless and forgive me for my sins, I high-fived him. (laughs) Okay, I guess you're supposed to learn the protocol, huh? Well, I haven't found anything that's like, oh, my gosh. I haven't found anything yet. So if you want to send me something, I'm willing to uh, read it and... Hopefully chuckle. No, you're not supposed to be, you know, laughing at people in their most vulnerable moments. But I guess, you know, this is any people on our side of the fence because they'd be telling some real stories. I had this issue where when I'm stressed, scared, or sad, I laughed. So I once laughed at a funeral. I felt so bad, and I literally wanted to bury myself six feet under wow okay 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 Mm. i heard nothing yet y'all i failed the bar exam i had to tell my bosses friends and family not fun i passed on my second try but still so embarrassing boy this just ain't our plights is it because these ain't so embarrassing I'm going to have to start reading this stuff in advance. I puked while doing deadlifts. Now, what are deadlifts? And, of course, the girl I had my eye on saw me dribble. Hmm. Frosted donut protein powder down my shirt as it happened. mm
0: mm
2: Well, Here's a little caveat to this one. As he was puking in one direction of his body, the other part of the body was letting out some stuff as well. Wow, now that's embarrassing. (laughs) When I was younger, my mom didn't teach me how to put a pad on. Uh Uh-oh, okay, man, cover your ears. And I started my cycle for the first time. While at school, someone asked me if I spilled barbecue sauce on myself, and then during a test, my pad slipped out and fell out in front of everyone because I didn't take the wrapper off. Wow. <laughs> oh, my. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, let's see what Just got in You know what Okay Deadlifts Thank you so much For letting me see what deadlifts are Okay Well I guess you would end up puking If uh It was too heavy Mm -mm -mm. Okay Well thank you You know my uh Due time Listeners always have my back, so thank you so much. All righty. I had a great day at a water park, and towards the afternoon, a woman came up to me and whispered in my ear that I have a problem with my swimsuit. I reached behind and noticed a huge gap. The fabric was torn right in the middle, and you could see my white untanned butt crack. I was running around like this all day and no one said anything. Wow. (laughs) Now that's funny. Oh goodness. During a show I made for our national festival, I accidentally sang a song from another country. Everybody was booing me. So humiliating.
0: Mm.
2: Okay. I messed my pants at my ex's nephew's first birthday party. We had a small party at a local park with pizza and cake. I'm dairy intolerant. So I asked my ex to stop and get lactate before the event. He told me we were near bathrooms and I would be fine if I had to go to the bathroom. We were not near any bathrooms. I felt the urge to go number two, which which was coming quickly. I told my ex and we started walking towards the restrooms, so we thought. Turns out we were walking in the wrong direction. I could not hold it anymore. I started messing myself. He told me to go into the thicket along the walking trail bike path we were on to finish relieving myself. He went to get baby wipes from his sister. I cleaned up and left my underwear and my pride in the thicket. (laughs) Wow. Okay, that would have been pretty embarrassing. Mmm. Wow. Well, I'm looking now at some of the comments. Well, maybe they'll give us a funny story. There was there was only one funny story in all of that. Mmm. Let's see if they come up with something funny. Hopefully the listeners come up with I mean the the uh People who read these things came up with something a little funnier. Mm. I was coming out of the bathroom in Marshall Fields, and I had my head down while walking so I wouldn't trip on the steps. I thought I noticed someone walking towards me, and I said,
0: excuse me.
2: I I heard a lady say, it's a mirror. I said, oh, okay. It was embarrassing. Okay, that would be a little embarrassing. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. I was in court once when it was my turn to walk up. I had to walk through a little gate thing. They had some nice rebounding hinges on them. I wasn't prepared for and took a uh, shot. He's a man in front of the whole courtroom. Wow. Uh, okay. Mm. We had home ec. Then I made overalls and wore them to school. They started falling apart while I was wearing them. A different reason was born to tie a sweater shirt around your waist so you can go home. Okay. Mmm. All right. As a kid on a Sunday, I let one go on the wooden church pew. It sounded like someone was playing a drum roll for the long Yankee Doodle. The only time I heard laughter in church. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Well. Hopefully, we'll... uh. That's some funny ones. I gotta read. that. I gotta read. That's the second time I've done a list, and it wasn't uh, amusing at all. So I gotta, I'm gonna have to read these things. I don't like to read them in advance. I want to laugh for ooh and all ah, like y'all do. Well, on to Friday's news. Now, this Friday's news was kind of weird. It was really kind of weird. I didn't find, like, anything really crazy, but I did find a couple of interesting things. So what are we talking about today? Well, you know, there's this is big thing. Maybe y'all can help me out. There's this huge issue with the fact that Snoop Snoop Dogg, Smokes weed. Everybody is like, oh, well, you know, Snoop smokes weed, Snoop smokes weed. Yes, for whatever. Um, this has been a really big, you know, thing about him that everybody knows. And maybe because he's so old and, you know, or maybe because every time, you know, he's seen, you know, he's always puffing on this big brown thing. And uh, they always make a big deal out of it, and I never really got it. I'm like, all right, he smokes weed. All right, well, they're making a big deal at the fact that he has declared that he is giving up the weed. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. Well... They say, as long as we've known Snoop, that's what he's been known for. And I guess maybe that's what the big deal is. And now that he's declared that he's given up the weed, it has gained that much attention the same way. So they say he sent shockwaves through social media by announcing that he's giving up the smoking. And he wrote, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Now, is this like he's putting someone in the grave that part, to me, was a bigger issue than the fact that he was giving up the weed. And maybe that was his little jokey joke, you know, as, you know, as to, uh, you know, he's really putting something, you know, to bed, to death. Well, here's the thing, this is some of my thoughts. His children are grown now, pretty much. And to me, you know, to have a dad who's famous, you know, for his dope raps and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Chante's going to get me for that one, y'all. Um, is one thing. He's 52 years old. Now, I didn't even realize that he was that old. Now, I don't know why, and I guess because I really don't, you know, follow all that, you know, much. But my thing is at 52 years old, you should be setting a different example for your kids, young or old. So they have a bunch of memes and things out. I guess y'all can go on the Internet and, um, you know see how you know they make fun of of this here but this was really when I tell you this was really talk well I didn't find this in my normal arsenal you know there's a there's two um, different locations that I get my news from on a consistent and you know for certain things I'll go into my Third little arsenal to pick up some stuff, but every single thing I looked at last night because the to me the the news is real rare wasn't really catching much. So I was looking around last night and this was everywhere. This thing that Snoop has given up the weed is everywhere, and I was like, "Wow, y'all really y'all ain't got nothing else to talk about." Mm-mm-mm. So I just, that's why I'm bringing the story, because I'm just amused as to how much of a story this actually is. All right. Well, talk about embarrassing um, stories. I thought this was really, you know, some things, to me, you just need to keep to yourself. So you have Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's how you say his name. He's a football player, and I've heard of him because I do watch football by the way and there's this thing that has been out about him for a minute now, and he has this habit, and he I think he was the one who who kind of talked about it first. I don't think you know people talked about it more than he did so He plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, and um, mm -mm. he's talking about the fact that there's a rumor that he rocks the same underwear every time he plays a football game. Now, he confirmed that it's true. And he says that it all began after, you know, he was successful with this practice and the first season that he was in the league. So because it was so successful, he kept the, you know, the habit. Now he says that he claims it's not as disgusting as it sounds. And for me, I beg to differ, all right? Now, here's why. Because, and I I kept reading, because I was like, okay, maybe I need a little clarification on this one. So, he says that, first of all, the wife got them for him. So, he says, I'm not getting rid of them just because the wife brought it, or bought it, and, you know, he so compelled to wear them. Now, at the same time, he put them on his first season, and he said they had a pretty good season, and he would only wear them for game day. So, you know, it's not like, you know, he wore them and he's like nasty or unclean. And then he says, I wash them every once in a while at least. And I'm saying to myself, okay, see, now that's when you're just giving us just a little too much. But I had to keep on reading because I was like, well, if I'm going to make this a story, I might as well have all of the information. He says, if they're on a hot streak, he can't wash them. And he just lets, you know, just lets it roll. And he's going to keep the superstition going. So I'm saying to myself, well, okay. They don't play every day. You know, if you ever notice, you know, they have like a little break. in between. I mean, you can't play every day. So my thing is, well, why can't you wash them? You know, okay, I, I would think it would be weird if you only wore, like, those. But I could get, I'm not superstitious, but, listen, I ain't in the world, so I'm thinking worldly. And I'm like, okay, well, I could get with the superstition and do the, you know, the football thing and, you know, you're going to wear the same undies all the time. And considering that you don't play every day, Then just wash them out. Okay? Well, I kept reading, and I was like, okay, I'm a little lost here. So they said that (laughs) he's been in the league for six years, and there's 17 regular season games. And somehow or another, that totals to 85 games. Well, okay, do the math, do the math. 17 seasons, uh, 6 years, 85 games. But remember now, they've been in the Super Bowl for a couple of seasons. And... You ain't never washed these underwear? So that's just a little too much for me. That's just a little too much for me. You know, you don't have to tell everything. You don't have to tell everything. And I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I want to be this wife. Because we'd have to break this superstition. And I know... You know, she might be flowing with this because the money might seem right. And was like, well, listen, I, I could deal with the funk because
0: the it's, it's, it's,
2: you know, raking in the millions right about now. You know, maybe he washes behind when he come home. But I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know. Ladies, 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 ladies. Let's Okay, so let me get some laughs here. Do me a favor. Just hit me up and let me know whether... For the millions For the millions Because that's what he's raking in For the millions Is it worth him wearing The same underwear That you know you bought him And he never Washes them Now I get Maybe he washes them after the season is over I don't know But based on what I just gave you as information Hit me up and let me know you know and let's, let's let's be honest be honest if the money makes the difference you know let me know let me know you know i, I don't know you know for me i'll pass you know we 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 going to have to get some other superstition how about i buy you a new you wear a brand new pair every time you go to play a, a game Because you won the last game maybe, uh, maybe you need to get a little more creative Than that you know, At this time I can't think of anything Because I'm kind of on the spot But I would love to hear from you Please don't leave me hanging I'm dying to know what you think Alright Now I want to talk about The fact that Home girl, I got a, a um, an update. I got an update. Where's my my news? Hold on, I got some news. While well, I'm looking for that news, I found it very interesting. I came across a um, a news story of someone who is on the other side of the fence, and she didn't care about how she spoke. About as Brother I would say Alphabet City And She's a small business owner She's a hairdresser I believe No she's not a hairdresser Is she a hairdresser? Mm. Yeah She's a hairdresser She has a hair salon And she had um Someone come to her salon, and she got into some words with her customers, and they were transgender customers. And she spoke her mind, and she said, that she was not going to service them and they are now suing her because she posted on social media let me see let me get this quote cuz i was like oh okay we not we not afraid to be out here huh she posted a um Wait, I got to get this quote, and I don't know why it's buried for me right now, but oh, let me see. Let me see. Give me a second, y'all. Let me see. Give me a second. Plus, I hate when this happens. I lose my way right in the middle of a story. Oh, oh. Okay, so she pretty much went on social media and said that she was not servicing any transgender people. That if they wanted to get if they wanted to get serviced, they need to go to a pet groomer. And oh, they didn't take too kindly to that, so they're suing her. So she filed her own lawsuit against the city and the three individuals and she said that they violated her free speech under the first amendment and her attorney said that she's protected by religious beliefs and she doesn't have to service anybody she does not want to service and she, uh, she, they are angry because her direct quote was, if a human identifies as anything other than a man slash woman, please seek services at a local pet groomer. You are not welcome at this salon, period. Should you request to have a particular pronoun used, please note. We may simply refer to you as, hey, you. And she likened the LGBTQ community to pedophiles. And they didn't take kindly to this at all. So they had this huge war going on. And I would love to see who wins. Because... Like I said, she's on the other side of the fence, and she did not care. And, she and you know, most times, you know, they would have smashed us big time had it been one of us. All right. So we're back to the six-year-old who shot the teacher out in Virginia. Well, Mom, remember, Mom was in all kinds of hot water because she filled out the application when she went to purchase the gun that said she did not use marijuana because there's a law that says you cannot use marijuana while you're in a possession. Yeah, while you have a gun in your possession. You know why you own a gun. You cannot be a marijuana user. So after they did all this investigating, I guess they couldn't find a whole lot of other stuff to snag her on when it came to this kid. Um, well, she is now sentenced to 21 months in jail for that violation. And they said also she's, in trouble and possibly going to serve time because she's under another violation. But one of the things were dropped against her, and I was like, wow, okay, well, that must be nice. So... They say the misdemeanor charge of endangering a child by reckless storage of a firearm, that was dropped. Now, talk about stupid. Mm. So she's got something else that's pending, but definitely she's going to do this 21 months for possessing marijuana while possessing a gun. And... They want to try to go after her for a couple of other things. So I want to see how much time they ultimately give her in all of this melee. And remember, the the teacher is suing for like 40 mil against the school district because she's saying that they were extremely negligent. So we'll see how, you know, how this goes. We'll see how this goes, and we'll see what they ultimately determine her full time shall be. I'm interested in that one. So that's an update on this story that we've been following since the beginning of the year. Let's do one more. See if I got one more uh, little story. You know what? I think I got enough. I I I want to talk to the guys about. It. You ladies left me hanging and I'm not happy with y'all today. But I'll find out from the men what they think. All right. So, let's say good morning to our Pastor Vinny. Good morning, Pastor Vinny. Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you? I am well, thanks. How are you today?
4: I am great.
2: I am great. Just got back from a uh trip to
4: the airport to let my son off. He's uh playing in Cabo St. Lucas, excuse me. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah the he's
4: uh
2: people. Me too. <laughs> well, I, I'm
4: I am i am the chauffeur, I guess I should be thankful. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, you can live yeah, by charismatic with well. him. Good, oh, very, well. very, very good. Thank you for joining us this morning. So, Pastor video, I want to know what you think about this superstition, or the superstitious practice, I should say, you uh, hearing us talk about this morning <laughs> with, I think his name is Patrick Mahomes, and you know how he does not change the underwear if he's on a streak because the you know the win is associated with these lucky draws. Mm. Is this crazy or what?
4: My lord, well Pastor Steph, I I, I think that you know he, he might have a, a right in his, his superstitions. Uh-huh. But you know what, Mama said, you don't have to tell everybody everything. Thank you. <laughs> if
0: Thank
4: you. you. If, if that's how you want to roll, you know, or, or clump or whatever you want to
0: do, uh-huh.
4: uh, you know that's 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 your business, and and and, and don't bring your wife into it. Now nah, it makes uh-huh. her look weird. Oh
2: well, well so,
4: I guess you know he was wife, giving her a okay, compliment. Is involved, <laughs> you know. I mean, look, yeah. uh, go get a pair of socks. My 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 dad used to have a pair of socks, and and he would boast that them the socks were older than me. And I was in my twenties. I was like, look, Dad. Da. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, were they clean? Like they older than me. Well, were the socks they clean, clean at least? Oh yeah, they were clean. My dad, he was a mechanic, but man, he he his nails were always pristine. He, he was a clean okay. clean guy, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I I I can't even imagine not washing. I can't imagine wearing underwear more than a day or two. You, you know, know let alone for seasons. <laughs>
2: You know, Pastor Vinny, you brought up what mama used to tell you.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know
2: my mama used to tell me, always make sure your underwear are clean because
0: <laughs> if a... you get into an accident, mm-hmm. don't call me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Could not, That's not what whole my world, mama though. used to
2: tell me. That's what Ernie used to say. That's (laughs) right. Ernie used to say, don't don't call me. You better make sure them drawers are changed. Because if not, you get into an accident out there, girl, don't call me. So (laughs) I've heard several mamas, (laughs) okay, used to say, make sure you always leave the house with clean underwear on. So I can't imagine having said that, (laughs) Pastor Vinnie,
0: Mm-hmm. I can't
2: imagine you following mama's advice and not leaving mm-hmm. home with them on, but right. you haven't packed up to wear only oh, no, during no, no, the no. game.
4: No. You know?
2: So I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I don't know. I asked the ladies to give me some feedback. They didn't give me no feedback. Yeah. So I guess I just got to oh. hear what you guys talk about today. Mm-hmm. If it's the fit, if it's the fit that he likes,
4: you know, you know, some people like certain underwear, it feels a certain way. So I would get a few dozen Right. Photos, get a few dozen. You know, they fit good under my, uh, you know, uniform, you know. So, you know, so it's not straying away from, you know, that. But as far as – can you imagine – you in the huddle?
2: No. No, no.
4: <laughs> can
2: you I can't can you imagine Pat, Pat Pat, what is that? Smell. What is that? I can't imagine. What is that I, smell I, I smell cannot imagine that uh uh passivity. I, I can't. I can't, I cannot, and I cannot. All right. So let me ask you this about this mom we've been following whose son, the 6-year-old, shot the teacher with her gun that she claims was all locked up and keyed up and all that kind of stuff. Now, they've given her 21 months. Now, with all that's happened, with all that's happened, she's been sentenced to 21 months for, let me make sure I say it right Possessing marijuana while possessing a gun—is that all she should have gotten? Is that sufficient amount of time? What's your thought? I,
4: I think that they're going to start. They're going to need a calculator to start adding on more months or years. People don't. People don't get how how serious you know th- this is. Uh, um. A, chi- a handgun, a child being having access, whether she said she locked it or she whatever, the kid still got it, didn't he?
0: Mm-hmm. The kids still sure got did.
4: it. so sure did. Either, either you were in a, you know, and I don't know what they call it because I don't do it, but either you were over high or... You to weren't conscious life. of what you were doing or... But the kid was conscious enough to see you when you were supposed to lock this gun up. Now, you know, it... Again, this this teacher... Again, this teacher could have died. And then what would she say? hmm Absolutely. This, this te, it, it, it could have went left very quickly. I, I, had, I don't know if I said it before, but there was a when we first moved down here about, about twenty years now. Um, there was a kid down in um, uh, down in Miami, Dade County, and he he brought a gun and shot and shot the. The teacher told him something. He went home, got the gun, came back to school, and shot the teacher.
0: Mm. Now, now the teacher
4: didn't die, but this kid, this kid had got twenty five years. Wow! Wow! Twenty five wow. years, and he 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 was, I think, twelve, eleven or twelve years old. Wow!
2: Wow! Wow!
4: I, I, I think he, I think, I think he might have gotten out with good behavior, but he did at least twenty.
2: Wow, and yeah. justifiably so. Justifiably yeah. so. Yeah. And mom and dad yeah. should have also done that twenty-five because he yeah. hadn't purchased the gun.
0: Yeah, he,
2: they left that in, you know, in his access. You know, he was he, yeah. he was able to get it, and you need to hold mm-hmm. that. You know, or they need Everybody. to hold you accountable. That's right. Yeah. They need to hold you accountable as well. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It was a little weird because the, the the husband and wife they were split up. Okay. They they were divorced, so the gun actually was the ex-wife's boyfriend's weapon. Wow. Wow. So the husband is out of it. He,
2: he, he, okay. He, he is
4: out of it, but the the ex-wife and the boyfriend. Hello, come
2: on. That's right. That's Help right. They need to pay that. That's right. They yeah. need to yeah. pay the yeah. price for that. Yeah. They really that's, do.
4: That's the only way that they're going to start um, paying attention.
2: Right, right, right. That's, that's the, the only way that people are going
4: to start paying attention.
2: That's right, Pasavini. That's right. All righty. Let's uh see what you... Brother Pastor K. L's got to say about all of this. Good morning, Pastor K. L.
3: Good morning, Pastor Steph. Good morning, Pastor Vinny. How are you guys doing? Good morning, my brother.
2: Okay, thank you. I'm okay. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) I'm all right, I'm all right. (laughs) Good, very good. So you have this NFL player that he admits that he wore the same underwear every game of his NFL career because his wife gave him those underwear when he first joined the league and he wore them for the first season. They had a good streak and he said, you know what, they've been good to me. So I'm going to continue to wear them, and he has. Now, they've calculated that he was in the league for six years. There were 17 games at least. So that comes to about 85 games. They then add on the fact that there were two Super Bowls winnings. (laughs) So now that, excuse me, adds on to another couple games. And uh, I asked the ladies to tell me whether this was too much, you know, and uh, should he have found another superstition to follow. And I'm asking the men, what do you think, Pastor K.L.?
3: Well, first I'd like to comment on, you know, what you and Pastor Vinny talked about, you know, because we're all around the same age about how your mama say, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't make sure you have on good draws. Now, see, my, my mama had a kind of a, dip, a different relationship with the Lord. So when I was in a car accident, you know, instead of my mama saying, Lord, protect my son, my mama would say, Lord, I hope he had clean underwear.
0: It didn't even, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't even
3: matter whether I was dead or alive. And she wasn't petitioning for my safety. She was petitioning that she was not embarrassed by bad underwear. You know that. So yeah, she had a whole different. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> so, I, now I kind of think this is this is nasty and unsanitary. I think the reason why he had such a winning streak is because no one wanted to tackle the smelly behind.
0: You know, 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 So when when,
3: when he came, you know, the sweet aroma of worship followed behind him
0: and and, and and knocked everybody out. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I thought it was.
2: Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, you know what? As strange as it may seem, you know what? You just never know. Because he says that you know, he washed them every once in a while, but the the superstition was the fact that you know they were worn, and that's what would help win the game. So if I guess you know in his thought, if you wash them, then you're washing away the luck. All okay. I got to say he, is.
3: Uh, let, let, let's 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 be honest, Pastor Pastor Steph. You know I know you have girls. You know I have boys. You know Pastor Vinny has boys. You know boys mm-hmm. and men are not the cl- are not the cleanest. We leave a streak every now and then if you understand what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? We we leave streaks. You know every now and then we get a couple of drip drops. You know what I mean? That, that that didn't make it to the toilet. You know so now if you if you wear this thing for days,
0: this thing is not
3: very hygienical. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> not at all. I'm surprised, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. surprised you're not chased or uh, you know saying skin ground <laughs> or uh, you know what I mean? There there gotta be something going on. You're not itching. You, listen, I don't know. I I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. You know, all I'm all I can say, gentlemen, I'm glad I don't believe in superstitions because if mm-hmm. this is what we do for superstitious purposes or superstition purposes man give me jesus any day
0: Amen. because
2: you know Amen. I, I have to tell you it it's just it's just not sanitary and 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 it's just plain nasty and you know we joke about the fact that you know mama said you know, don't be leaving the house without clean drawers on and things like that. You know, Kale's mama, you know, before she said this is is, is, is you know, is so and so your son. She said, Hold it. Did he have clean drawers on? <laughs>
0: and, and, and they said
2: yes she said, Yes, that's my son. Is he okay? Um <laughs> You know, it was the same thing when mama told me, Don't call me if you ain't got no clean drawers on, so you know it, it's 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 just the way we were raised. And I'm sorry, you, you just there's certain things you don't do, and if you should do them, you might want to keep that stuff to yourself. Now, yes. I asked the ladies to kind of let me know how they felt, and they're silent today.
0: So mm-hmm. Shantice
2: is busy. I got to tell you, she is she's busy because I promise you. That this this phone would be chiming like crazy <laughs> if she were listening um, as to if this were your husband you know would the dollars matter so maybe another day when they wake up they'll share with me but at that time it'll be too late I did get one uh, one response with a meme that said uh oh uh oh uh oh did I call her name I got one meme that shook That said no 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 thank you But Shantice I'm sure Did not send me a meme I'm sure there's some words with this one So uh, let's see what she's got to say Would she be your wife If you were the one walking around with these She said (laughs) Shantice says Funky boy gotta go Not enough money in the world (laughs) We can always rely on Shantice To give it to us So thank you so much for, you know, for responding, ladies. Uh, Gentlemen, you know what? She said she'd have to put them on display. Okay, I can't mess with her. All right. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Pastor KL, we've been following this story about this six-year-old and, you know, the fact that... he was responsible for bringing Mama's gun, who she legally, you know, purchased. And I remember when the story first hit, the one thing that they were definitely um, putting out there was that this was a legal purchase. This was not an illegal gun. So now that that said, you know, they snagged her on... The fact that you know it's illegal To possess marijuana at the same Time you possess A gun so now they've Sentenced her after she's pled guilty They've sentenced her to 21 months They have dropped The other charge Of I want to make sure I say this right The misdemeanor Charge of endangering a child By reckless storage of a Firearm (laughs) <laughs> they dropped that one. Now, I'm going to repeat that, y'all. They dropped the charge of endangering a child by reckless storage of a firearm. They dropped that one. Okay? Kill a kid as long as you're not possessing marijuana at the same time. Mm-hmm. Is that sufficient amount of time to 21 months. She's still, you know, the the, the jury's still out on there's another charge that they've got, um, but they definitely snagged her on this one. What you thinking?
3: Well, I I definitely don't think that's enough time. Um, However, uh, whatever the time is, I don't ever think, and this is just me personally, she should get her child back. You know, I I think that whatever the charge is, if it's it's a a small sentence or a large sentence, when she gets out, she shouldn't have access to her child because she she obviously dropped the ball from the protection of her child. So, yeah, I I think that's done.
2: Okay, okay. Well, interestingly enough, Pastor K.L., I agree, but I'm wondering if they can Considering that they've dropped the charges, they have dropped that, right, and that right. was a misdemeanor, <laughs> oh wow, so, you know, you, wow. yeah, yeah, let me make sure I got that right, yep, they said a misdemeanor charge of endangering a child by reckless storage of a firearm was dropped, so I you know the 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 she should not get her child back, you know, with this um exposure to a firearm at the age of six and you know i'm wondering if they can carry something like that out after y'all and drop the charges now what they drum up or you know maybe feds might pick up the state may not pick up you know or vice versa so we'll see well you know this is a developing story that i am definitely going to continue to follow All righty. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, joining us this morning. Brother Al has just joined us. And I'm going to give you, gentlemen, the story of the morning. So I kind of held over the story of, um, you know, I try to do the who knew on Fridays, and that's always like a story about our Um, what do you call it, our uh, celebrities. Well, maybe you've heard this, maybe you haven't, but I haven't really been following this, but I really want to know what you men think because I had some thoughts and I wanted to know what you thought. So they say that the majority of 2010s, the 2010s decade, P. Diddy, or Diddy, they said he. you hardly ever saw him without the girlfriend, Cassie. And they say not long after her music career jumped off back in 06 with her single, she was hanging out with him and seen quite often with him despite the fact that he was 17 years her senior. And they were then known as the It Couple. Well, in 2018, it came to a halt. And she ended up getting married to a new guy a year later. She has two kids with this guy. And He, Diddy, ended up doing his thing. You know, he ended up having all of these uh, women on his arm, as he never seems to not have. However, although everybody went their separate ways, she is now making some heavy, heavy, heavy accusations. So, the New York Times has reported that she's now filing a $30 million lawsuit against him, saying that he physically, sexually, and mentally abused her for the entire duration of their time together. Now, they say in the, in the, in the lawsuit, she said that she had been his romantic partner, And not long after she met him in 05, when she was 19, he began a pattern of control and abuse that included plying her with drugs, beating her, and forcing her to have sex with a succession of male prostitutes while he filmed the uh, episodes. In 18, near the end of the relationship, She said that he forced his way into her home and he raped her. She's saying that in one incident in L.A. back in 2009, that he became enraged when he saw her talking to another talent agent and he pushed her into a car and kicked her repeatedly in the face, making her bleed. She says that he had his staff bring her to a hotel room To recuperate for a week She asked to go home to her parents But he refused She said in another incident She In 2012 He grew so angry about her dating The rapper Kid Is that Cootie? I don't know what that is Kid Kudai or whatever He said he would blow up the rapper's car And around that time his car exploded in his driveway. According to the lawsuit, he called these encounters freak-offs, which involved costumes like masquerade masks and lingerie. This continued for years, taking place at high-end hotels Across the United States and in his home and in some of his homes rather it also states that he instructed her to search the websites of escort services to uh, get to some male sex workers now those are all her accusations now he is denying these charges heavily He said that they're outrageous allegations. (laughs) For the past six months, he's been subjected to her persistent demand of 30 mil under the threat of writing a damaging book about their relationship, which was unequivocally rejected as blatant blackmail. And despite withdrawing her initial threat, she's now resorted to filing a lawsuit with all of this baseless and outrageous lies and she's aiming to tarnish his reputations and seeking a payday. Now, I want to go into what the public says. But before we do this, I want to know what your men say. Now, again, I want to say before you start it, before you start, that I want to make sure. She says, now remember now, this is throughout the 2000s. She met him in 2005. And all of this started not long after she met him, and she was 19 years old. I'm gonna start with you, brother Al. What you got? Oh, wait. Gotta put brother Mike, brother Al's mic on. Brother Al. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Thank you for taking me off. You know, putting my mic on.
2: <laughs> what you got for us today?
1: Uh, man you know, I was listening to the story and man, it's some deep stuff. So it's kinda like you don't know what to believe. But then again you get you know, you get these people they, they, they have all this fame and this money and they just feel they can't be touched. You know, they just feel, hey, I can do what I wanna do, I can pay this off and and I can get off and you know, and and it's just crazy. So I'm I'm hoping it's not true, but if it is true, then he deserves to get what he gets, you know. So what do any, you say any, about way. the
2: accusations? What do you say about the fact that, you know, this has been this they broke up in 2018. She right. put the, she put these allegations out there. She filed this lawsuit. She's married and she they broke up in 2018. A year later, she got married. They had the, her and her husband have two children now. And here we are. Let me see. When did they say she filed the lawsuit? She filed the lawsuit not much longer afterwards. So at least by 2019, she's been uh, getting this together. What, What do you say about that?
1: man that that's just so hard you know it's like, okay, are you saying this to get money, you need some money or or you know it just hits you to say, you know I should say something, and then you know what makes it uh um, hard too is because um that that bill that bill that uh I think the governor signed is up in December, so it's like, okay, are you saying, okay, you know I need to go ahead and do this before this bill is up? So it's, it's just, I don't know what to say, to be honest with you, because I'm looking at all of that as well. You know, whatever that act they put in, I don't know the name of them, you know, but it's up in December. So now here we come in November and you charge you dollar. So that's a rough
2: one right there. All righty. All righty. Let's see what your brother Vinny, Pastor Vinny, has to say. Pastor Vinny, what, what do you think? Of all of these allegations, the fact that, you know, she's, after they broke up, she got married, she ended up having two kids, she's living a life, and now she's got all these allegations in this $30 million lawsuit, P. Diddy says, or Diddy says that, you know, she initially tried to blackmail him. And say if she If he didn't pay her She would write a book But that's that She's no longer Writing the book Per se She's got this Lawsuit That's out there
0: <coughs>
2: I believe I can fly Yeah <laughs> That's <laughs> Good morning
4: Good morning Brother Al Um you know, now, now we're talking about twenty years, fifteen years. Uh-uh. You see, because cause when when they when when they, when they getting the money, when they getting all all of this fame, and they they with these superstars and driving limousines, and you know, it's it, it's okay. And this this torture. It's probably going on at the same time. But life is good. My problem is the the minute somebody touches you wrong, that's when you make the complaint. You don't wait until, um, you know, 20 years, and and, and all of a sudden you want to write a book, you want to do this, you want to do that. You don't have any credibility. You you lost your credit credibility. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. It probably has happened over and over again. But because because you know money money makes people see things a whole lot different. I feel for her. You know I would I would I would I would really be take. Tick- kicked off that that was my daughter. <laughs> you know, um okay. you know I mean that, I mean this these are the same questions that that the opposition is gonna gonna ask her that she's gonna face. Why why did you wait so long?
2: Okay. All righty Pastor the K.L. What are we talking about?
3: Well, I, I, I'm sort of in agreement. I mean, why, why do we wait so long? You know, if you were getting slapped and kicked, as long as he had money and was giving you money, then the slaps and kicks wasn't that bad. You know what yeah. I'm saying? In fact, all oh, oh, he paid for the slaps and kicks. He made no. up for it. You know, he no. said, I'll never do it again, and here's a gold watch or here's a diamond necklace. And now, now you moved on, you have two children with the one that you moved on with and realize that these children are quite expensive. And apparently the, the one you moved on with doesn't have as much money as the one you left. So now I need mm-hmm. you to help me with these children. That's not yours. And the only way I can do that is I have to come up with this fictitious lie saying, you've done all these things mm-hmm. while wow, you've done all these things. And I stayed in this relationship and enjoyed the benefit. Of the slapping and the beating and all that other stuff, it wasn't that bad then. How is it that bad now?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I have to tell you, as a woman, as a woman, I, I'm I'm really disturbed by this lawsuit that's coming up now. Haven't we seen enough where people put into question your allegations when you wake up 15, 20 years later and decide to spit all of this
4: um, venom
2: history, yeah. whether it's true or not? And we've just gone through Bill Cosby, we've just gone through R. Kelly, we've just gone through Harvey Weinstein, and all of these people. And already, that's the first thing that people are going to question. I I, I had to go back and read and, and, and see when it said she had been his romantic partner That not long after she met him in 2005, when she was 19, this took place all the way to 2018. You then left him. You then got married. You then had children. And now you have the lawsuit. Now, as a person who's been a victim of domestic violence, I definitely understand that you don't always leave right away. And it's always multiple reasons why, you know, you don't leave. You know, you think he'll stop. You think that maybe something you do or stop doing will help change him. You think that maybe you could be the influence on him? Yeah, we, yeah, we we go through a lot of stuff.
0: However,
2: I'm saying to myself, <laughs> why wait? And I was waiting. Mm-hmm. I was I was reading all of that because I was hoping to see the answer to that. Why did you wait? Because I think that had you given a reason why you waited, that would have helped out a lot. I think that would have really, really made a difference. Now, that you gentlemen have said that and I have said what I have said, I want to read to you all what the typical response was. Because I thought this was really interesting. So, that man is extremely dangerous and unhinged. I'm genuinely worried about her safety now that she filed this. Two, I believe everything Cassie has to say about Diddy. Three, Cassie is suing Diddy and this is nasty. He's done. Four, Diddy did what to Cassie? Five, I'm glad this Diddy Cassie news was broken through New York Times and not the blogs. The New York Times adds a level of credibility where the accusations can be immediately dismissed or laughed off. Next, there were rumors a decade ago that Cassie's iconic cut was because Diddy pulled her hair out, so she shaved it to make do. Chickens are home, and they are roosting. Next, Diddy paid men to rape Cassie in front of him and filmed it for sick sexual gratification, put him under the jail. Mm -hmm. Next, so years ago, When those rumors were circulating about Diddy pulling out Cassie's hair and that's why she shaved, it was true. I can't only help but think the broken nose story regarding Kim Porter is true where he flew a surgeon out to fix it. Next, read the details of Cassie's allegations against Diddy Read, I'm sorry, read the details about Cassie's allegations against Diddy, and my heart breaks for her. He kidnapped her in broad daylight as a teenager, right as her career was beginning, and exploited, raped, and trafficked her. I can't imagine the strength it took to leave and to break her silence. I want to read this last one. It's not the last quote, but um, this is the last one I'm going to read. Cassie's suing Diddy is only the beginning. I smell a domino effect happening soon. Ooh, they're fitting to start speaking out left and right. Watch. Thank you, Cassie, in advance. Brother Al, now that we've heard what the common feeling is, what do you think? What do you think about these Statements
0: Well,
1: you know, it's just people speculating. You know, people don't know what happened and people just speculating. And like I said, she did this because again, probably hoping, Okay, I ain't gonna get no thirty million, maybe I can settle. You know, he'll settle to get it out of the you know, the court. Um, and people just take it thought this is where people just start take a side. And you may have some woman who's been abused and it's like, you know, I've been there, so I know what she's going through. Yeah, he did it. You know, like they said, innocent to proven guilty. So, you know, now that you're going to hear anybody, opinion, you're going to hear a billion opinions now. Come on. Yeah, he did it. No, he didn't. Why she wait so long? You know, it's, it's it's just going to be crazy. But I think people should just keep their opinion to themselves and just see how it plays out. All
2: righty. Pastor V. What you thinking?
4: <clears throat> I, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised by the comments because I, I mean, when we when we when we see how powerful and how wealthy P Diddy is, and the rumors that have always, you know, circled around him, you know, I I I believe she needs to to go. Why How does it now? Go get her bag. I mean, it, it, it's not gonna. It's not gonna uh, heal the trauma that she's been through. It's not gonna heal a whole lot of stuff. But if the help her to raise her children, you know, so be it. All right. Uh, mm, you know. Interesting. I, I say go get it. And again, I, I say this. Why do we? Well, you said that that people have reasons why they wait. But that that's that's a that's a lifetime of misery that you can't get back.
2: Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. You can't you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't uncrack that egg. You know. Absolutely. I I feel I feel for her. You know, I I wish they said that she was strong. They felt that you were strong to bring out these allegations. I wish you could have been stronger earlier and, and and look how many other young ladies wouldn't have to deal with that would 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 have been able to avoid that because she'd be someplace locked up or or getting help or something.
2: okay all righty. past the k l now that you've heard all of the votes. What you thinking about all of that?
3: Well, I mean, while in, in the descriptions, it, it, it does sound like, you know, it weighs more against, you know, a Diddy than anything else. I, I, I'm i still saying time factor. And then, you know, I heard you say that, you know, it takes people a while to get out. And though I understand and respect that, but she, she's been out. And then it says mm-hmm. that a year later she got married. A year later, mm-hmm. so that's a year right there. And mm-hmm. then she had two children. So, so we're looking depending on how old the children are. We're looking at at least four or five years out of the out of the situation. So all of a sudden now the pain hurts. That 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 mm-hmm. that's, that's just where I am. You know I understand. You know it's hard to get out of the relationship, but you got out. And then mm-hmm. after you got out, you didn't just say once I got out let me talk about it or let me, let me get my, 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 money. You waited until five years until you started thinking about my children going to college and I got to, you know, open up a, an account or I don't have enough campers. Or, I mean, what you, you started thinking about life in, not uh-huh. that luxury anymore. And, and, and mm-hmm. you could not live the same lifestyle that you were living. You know what I mean? So now we want to talk about it. I'm not saying that it didn't happen, I'm just asked, I'm just wondering how now, how, how now is, is the pain so more prevalent now than it was then? You know what I'm saying? So, so now the pain, now the, bu- the, 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 the the bruises are fresh in your mind? Was it not fresh as soon as you walked? As soon as I walked out the door, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If my landlord kicked, kicked me out illegally, we're going to court. I mm-hmm. can't wait to five years and said, listen, he took my furniture.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't do
3: that
2: mm-hmm. so so
3: th- th- those are my issues yeah
2: and and I have to agree i unfortunately, I have to agree, and that's why I brought up the fact that you know it it, it you don't always leave, you know hindsight is twenty twenty i if you blow too hard on me now, listen not only am I cracking your head with a frying pan, but I'm out the door, mm-hmm. and that's just at your breathing. We ain't talking about you um, lifting up a finger against me. But I'm not who I was back when I was 16 years old.
0: Right. And, and
2: even, in, even in my, you know, uh, delay, I, I have to agree. I have to agree with you make it questionable when you open up your mouth to the tune of $30 million, years after all of this took place you now put into question the validity the severity your acceptance it it does it really it really changes the face of everything and 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 i will Mm -hmm. i will say that and i'll leave the rest for my closing but uh, you know um, you know, you guys normally hang around to the end, but I do want mm-hmm. to agree, um, you know, now I do want to let you know that basically I do agree with all of you. And, and like I said, I'll save the rest till later. Um, I want to um, thank you for your contribution into today's conversation as we are shutting down um, today's episode. We're going to follow this story. We're going to follow this story. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to follow this story. We're definitely going to follow this story. And I, I want, I'm going to remember everything that you guys said, and we're going to see if, you know, this stuff, uh, how this all spills out. Because one thing we can agree on, this is, this is, this, he just, they just opened up a can of worms. This, this is going to be nasty.
0: Mm-hmm. Whoever
2: wrote in that said, this is going to be nasty. Oh, yeah. This, this this here, this is going to be nasty. This is going to be real nasty. And like I said, I'll finish later. But we're going to follow this story. We're going to just follow this story. Thank you so much. And we pray you gentlemen have a blessed day. Well, you to you today you. is
0: Friday. Thank too. you.
2: Thank you. Today is Friday, November 17th. And it is,
0: drum roll. Brother Al's birthday! (laughs)
2: Alright! Brother Al's birthday. So we're shutting it down a little bit so we can give the voices an opportunity to wish Brother Al a very happy birthday and we're going to start with our gentlemen your brothers brother al pastor v you got the first leg on this one
4: amen with with pleasure brother al i i i I appreciate you we we haven't met in person but we will we will uh i just want to wish you uh it's been an awesome year for you not just the birthday but the, the marriage and life, is, life is, is really moving in the direction that God is orchestrating for you. And I am I'm as happy as I can be and, and, and praying that the Lord will continue to bless you, to, to widen up your borders, uh, really to give you a, a peace about life, um, continue to trust him. Continue to do what you do, because your your voice, your 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 vision, your your, you know your perception, your perception is really important in the kingdom. We pray that God will continue to bless you, your family, and everything and everybody that's attached to you. God bless you, my brother, and happy birthday.
2: Thank you, thank you. All righty. Well, I'm going to kind of slide this one in because I never know how long I have her for. So you're live. (laughs) Your mic is live. Good morning. Good morning to my love bug, my honey bun. The um, apple of my eyes, the sweetheart that makes me smile on a daily basis. Um, Even on today, you are always pushing, always working, always trying your best to make sure that we, our household, are taken care of. I love you, and I wish you the happiest birthday ever.
1: Thank you. Love you,
0: too.
2: (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Pastor V and and Lady Tamika for your salutations. Thank you very much. Um, Pastor KL, you know, I'm not going to make you wait. Go ahead and give your birthday salutation.
0: Chop,
3: chop, and another chop of the morning. Pastor Al, Brother Al, how you doing, Brother Al?
0: Everything's good,
3: Everything's good. Happy birthday to my chop-chop, brother. We, we've been doing this for a little while now, and just the growth, man, just the growth that God has, has taken you from and to. It has been a, a pleasure to be on this ride, a pleasure to be on this journey, to watch what God is doing for you, doing through you, and doing with you. Continue to allow God to move and order your steps, my brother. You have a wonderful day, and you know I love you.
1: Chop-chop. Thank you, brother.
2: Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor K. L, for your birthday salutation. Oh, we got another. We got another. Let's say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy birthday, brother Al. Happy birthday. Pretty quiet in your background, so I hope that means you ain't with the kids today. I hope you <laughs> are, are are planning to enjoy your birthday. Thank you for all the laughs. Thank you for your wisdom. I hope you have a blessed day and a blessed new year of life. Happy birthday.
1: Thank you very much. I slipped in the auditorium. I sneaked away from the kids.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Vivian. your birthday salutations you know there's always somebody laying back in the cut she's always listening and uh, I want to give her an opportunity to give you a birthday wish good morning
4: good morning just want to say happy birthday to you brother Al and just thank all for your life and just thank
1: you for all that you do on the show have a wonderful day thank you very much
2: all righty. Hold on. Thank you so much. Our oh, loyal listener, Teddy. Uh, let's see. We got another voice. Good morning. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Today's you, your birthday. We're thanking God for... Blessing you with the new year of life. Thanking God for allowing you to see so many different milestones in your year this year and praying that today is the start of a new year full of elevation, full of many more blessings, full of a lot more discipline. Just full of God just continuing to stay on you so that He can continue to mold you into the man he has already created you to be. I just pray that you have a great day today. You ain't gonna busy being at work, but have a great day today, brother
1: Al. Happy birthday! Thank you very much. I appreciate. It. I will have a great day because a half a day for the kids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all righty, all righty. Thank you so much, shanties, for your birthday salute. Oh, we got oh, we got another voice. Let's say good morning. Good morning, good morning. I just wanted to come on and say happy birthday to Brother Al. Uh, I just appreciate your uniqueness. Continue to allow God to expand you in your uniqueness, being authentically you. Thank you for your heart, for young people, for the amazing impact that you have on the thousands of lives. Uh, that you touch each and every day for the special care that you take and interest that you take in every young person. And so on behalf of every young person who may not come back to say thank you, thank you so much for every parent who you've helped by just walking alongside their child. Thank you so much. May God continue to just increase and enlarge your territory and bless the hands of your work, Brother Al. Enjoy your day.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Elder Atisha. All right. Now, thank you for your birthday. Salutation. Ah, okay. I want to make sure that this board has been cleared from everyone who has reached out and wanted to share a happy birthday. Brother Al, Brother Al, Brother Al, you are the last birthday of the year for us. And I have to tell you, I've, I've, I've gone through everybody's birthday. This was, as soon as Pastor Vinny started, I got teary-eyed. Don't ask me why. Don't, I cannot explain it. But I, I would like to say, I actually didn't realize how long I've known you. You know, when I started, you know, talking one day, and I was like, wait, ma'am, let me go back in the recess of my mind. We kind of old, but yet we young. Um, I've actually known you before Tameja was even born And she just made 25 So that's a long time And, and I have to say that Along with you and, and Pastor KL and um, Pastor Ed You know, God has really, really blessed my life To be able to hang on to people You know, that I can call a friend Who had my back When God gave me this broadcast, I would be nothing without all of you. And I always say that, you know, regardless of it's due time with Pastor Steph, you know, I would be nothing without your voices, without your input, without your ministry, without your expertise, without your knowledge, without your wisdom. This journey has been a phenomenal one with you. You know, we've worked together on a couple of other projects, projects, and you know, I I've watched your craft. I've watched you, you know, and what you do. I've watched you grow. In your craft, and I've act, I've actually watched you in many different um, um, capacities. I don't know how many of you know that at one point, um, uh, Brother Al was a praise dancer. You know, he actually, you know, so I, Brother Al has done quite a quite a bit of stuff. Y'all don't know all the stuff that's in his arsenal, and I was like, wow. I remember when Al did this and when Al did that and I have to say I'm so proud of you you know we're the exact same age we were born the exact same year and it's it's a pleasure to have watched your growth it's a pleasure to have worked alongside of you it's a pleasure to see how much you love the kids and how you've dedicated your life to servicing you know your you know the children um, not only in your community, not only in the school, but in this world, you know when you educate parents, you educate the children. When you educate the parents and bless the parents, you bless the children. so I want to say thank you for for all that you have done, not only for the due time crew, your community, this ministry, any other time we 've ever worked together. And I, I I am so happy that you have, you know, found the love of your life, you know, because sometimes, you know, later in our life we have to kind of spend on the lonely side. But God, you know, gave you, you know, a love that you can share and, you know, uh, prayerfully that you two will be together till the end of time. So, Happy birthday, my brother. Um, thank you for your stories. <laughs> thank you for your candidness and your transparency. You have really been a, a big blessing to my life, and I, I am so proud of you. Thank you for loving me in, in in your way, and thank you for being such a wonderful part of my life. Could not do it without you. Have a blessed, blessed day.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody for the birthday shout out, and I really uh, thank the Due Time Show. You know this this show. God, you know God always. I've learned to stop questioning God. He knew what He's doing, and you know He put me here with this show around all you wonderful people for a reason i've learned to grow i learned like okay i need to step my game up if i'm gonna be here and i'm gonna talk about the lord and that put me to reading my bible more and learning you know thank god for tamika with things i don't understand she breaks it down to me you know so i you know this show helped me grow as well and and i appreciate all of you guys and and like I said, uh, appreciate God for sending me, Tamika. Like you said, you hope we be together. She ain't going nowhere. That's how that works.
0: <laughs> but I,
1: I, thank all you, I thank all you guys. And, and and God always works. And I always tell pastors that, wow, they changed my position. They changed where I'm going to be at. I don't know if I'm going to be able to be on the show. And God always it out where I can get on the show. So I don't even question it no more. But they say, oh, you got to do this. I'm, like, I'm still going to be able to do the show because God works it out. So, I appreciate all the love, and I'm giving all the love back.
2: Amen, amen, amen. Well, you have a wonderful birthday weekend, and we pray you have a blessed one.
1: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Ah, nice ending to a wonderful week here on his due time with Pastor Steph, and. You know, I want to definitely, um, you know, just kind of close what we were talking about with our story with P. Diddy and Cassie. You know, uh, someone said something, um, one of you gentlemen said something that that really hit. I think it was uh, uh, Pastor Vinnie, you know, When we take too long to speak up, we leave other victims out there, other potential victims out there. And to know that, you know, someone um, took this um, this long to, you know, uh, in her experience. And the first time we are really hearing about this is with your dollars. You know, if if you really want to shout out a person, tell the story. Tell the story. You know, let people know what is going on and let people know, you know what, when, you know, somebody, a couple of the people said, you know, well, when he she cut her hair and the rumor was that he had pulled her hair out, that, whoa, well, that was really true. Tell the story because at the end of the day, not the dollars, but the story is going to really be a blessing to other people. You know, I didn't make it out, but, you know, let me help someone else that even if they're not Diddy's victim, that if you are a potential victim for someone else, let me tell the story. And unfortunately, a lot of these stories come out with the dollar figure. Which always, again, we talked earlier about making your story suspect, suspect of being false, suspect of being, um, you know, aimed at, you know, getting a dollar, not bringing this person to justice. You know, in all of, in all we read, you know, with all of the the uh, information that was put in the lawsuit that they put out there, nothing said, I want to see him go to jail for what he did. No. Nope. That never came out. Now, could it be there? Absolutely, and we just don't know nothing about it. But it's it hasn't been put out there. So it really looks like you are just after, like Pastor K.L. said, you know, now you looking at your kids that are expensive. I think Pastor Vinny um, said it. Probably Brother Al did too. You know, now it looks like you're a gold digger. You know, as long as he was beating your head in, and you were getting all of the luxuries behind it, it didn't matter. But when it became, you know, now that everything is gone and all of this is behind you, my, my thought was, okay, you're married now. So you didn't open up your mouth before. Shut up now. You're married. You have children. This is an indication that your life has moved on. I'm not saying that the bruises are gone internally or externally. I'm not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is if you didn't sit and, and be sat and, and was quiet, then stay quiet. Be quiet. you moved on. But maybe he's not bringing the money in. And maybe, you know, the gentlemen are right. That now, you know, you didn't thought about this thing. And you ain't got a kid for him, which does not automatically make you a recipient of some of his dollars. And now this is your way of getting money. Now, if it's not, and this is all about he's going to pay for what he did and blah, 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 blah. Your waiting has really killed a lot of your, uh, you know, your, your uh, motive. Of seeing justice done, you know this looks like this is going to be another um, R. Kelly situation. I do believe, like somebody else said, oh they coming out the woodwork now. Oh you better believe if if she was a crackhead and he smashed her up against the wall one time, that's coming out.
0: I don't
2: care if 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 she was a prostitute. I don't care if she was somebody we ain't never heard of. They coming out the woodwork now. And if he's guilty, and I've heard other stories. I haven't heard her story, but I have heard other stories. If he's guilty of this stuff with her, then, oh, he's done. He is done because they're going to make him pay because... R. Kelly and Bill Cosby is the beginning of the black man going down, the men with money and power. They've been wanting to smash him a long time, and they are now going to get the opportunity. So we'll see if the proper justice is done. It's Pastor Step signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew for always coming through big time. Thank you for hanging out with us and helping us do what we do. Please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Now, even if you have given Christ your life, please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen your relationship with the Lord right now, because later is not promised to any of us. Until Sunday, God spares, where we'll be in the word prayer project room. Come on in the room and see what we're praying about. Until then, God spares, I love you.